0: On this episode of the Back It Up Pod, we talk about our second meeting with the Bears. If you haven't already, hit subscribe on your podcast platform of choice, and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at ThePackersPod.
1: Third and goal from the three. We'll go to the ground. Gentlemen, fighting and packing his way in for the game's first touchdown i can't believe they made that
0: call and that's why with this guy dylan though hey there everybody and welcome back to the pack it up packers podcast this is ryan joined as always by josh and dan hello gents hello hello bears week ah I, I saw MVS talking about how uh his dogs didn't want to go outside because it was one degree in Green Bay. This is just the the possibility that the Vikings lose on Thursday night to present oh, on, a baby. Sunday night game against the Bears with a chance to win the North is hey. just oh oh my Oh my God, guys!
2: So let's put our predictions because we're recording before kickoff, and this will mm. come out after the game's over. Vikings win or lose.
1: Loss. Go Steelers.
0: Vikings are gonna win, and I wouldn't be surprised Ooh. if they whooped up on the Steelers, and we all went back and went, "Really? Like, what the what hell?" Happened? I know they're they're injured. I just this yeah. just seems like one of those where as soon as you trust the Steelers, they stab you in the back. They oh. ain't got no Thalen. They done. They
2: done. They got Dalvin Cook trying to play on a bum shoulder. I just. Rooting for Big Ben is, I don't know, is old the right word? He's just hard to watch play football right now. Like, it's a hard team to root for, but I'm rooting for the Steelers tonight. And I may have to go out to a drinking hole in order to do that. But uh, go Steelers. That'd be awesome.
1: You're right. How are they even in the playoff? Like, how are they in the race? (laughs) (laughs) They are bad. Like, man, what a
2: weird year. Watt and Fitzpatrick, Minka.
0: Yeah, I, I'm glad that I had to remind Josh why we shouldn't trust the Steelers in this game. Uh let's turn our attention to the game that we are for sure going to be watching on Sunday night. Bears, Packers. Uh, the last time we played these guys, they came into the game three and two, and then Aaron Rodgers made the statement that he owns the Bears, and it broke the Bears. They then went one and five in their next six games, a lone win being on Thanksgiving where they literally squeaked by the Lions. And I will say this, though. Outside of that absolutely atrocious game against the Buccaneers, they lost by two to the Steelers, who we just talked about, in Pittsburgh. They lost by three to the Ravens, and they played a decent second half against the Cardinals last week. So four and eight Bears are coming to Lambeau with I don't even know a situation at quarterback. Uh, Montgomery is amazing. Jimmy Graham caught a touchdown in a two-point conversion, so we can apparently call him hot because he found the end zone twice. With Andy Dalton, though. Yeah. What What do we make about this Bears offense that currently is averaging less than 17 points per game?
1: All I have to say is... Four interceptions and three sacks last week versus the Cardinals. Um, If it's Andy Dalton at quarterback, I mean, we should – you never know. I don't trust them to keep Justin Fields in the whole entire game. That's Uh, true. uh, So, uh, I mean, what they have going on offense is nothing. I mean, I I still can't believe they haven't gotten rid of Nagy. Uh, I, I think it's sort of an embarrassment at this point. Um, But yeah, this offense, very little to talk about. Well, Montgomery as a
2: threat, they expect Allen Robinson back and they're flipping out four interception Andy Dalton for Justin Fields, who in the passing game at this stage in his career is not much better, but provides the threat of mobility. So to Ryan's point to, to kick off the pod, they've been in close games against teams with winning records. Uh, you know, putting Dalton back on the bench and giving you a quarterback that can run. It's the ultimate like Bears conundrum. They have the guys. Do they have the coaching? I think we all know the answer to that. So uh it's gonna be a fun Sunday night game because it it's just enough talent on the Bears coming back that it could give you a threat. It's an in division rival opponent. These games are always closer than they should be, theoretically. But being at home, coming off a bye, it feels like LaFleur can put that little like win the game after a bye week problem to rest. Uh, especially with the way the Packers are hopefully getting guys back and um, you know trying to line up a one seed. This just feels like the defense can keep doing its thing and just count on the Bears to make some mistakes.
1: Yeah, I mean uh, you're right, David Montgomery. He he is a. A threat at all times not only in the ground game but also the passing game uh he, he's great at just catching those short routes and get, turning it into yards um so you are right they're, they do have some threats but honestly how our defense has been playing in coverage you, you know as long as we stop the run i i, I really don't think there's any threat you know, as long as we don't give up big plays. I mean, that's a, that's always the one thing that can keep bad teams in games is giving up those deep plays. So, I mean, as long as those safeties stay deep like they have, we'll be all right. Yeah, I think this is a
0: really interesting situation because you have Justin Fields coming off of of two games missed with a broken rib. So, A, I doubt that he's 100 percent ready. B, he's been sitting out for now. I believe they had a buy in between there. So it's, it's coming off close to a month of just kind of sitting back waiting. And I don't know if I'm a bears fan or the bears themselves, how excited I'd have my franchise quarterback being thrown back into the wolves against your rival. Who's got a top defense on the road at night. Like that just seems like a disaster. But then you look at it of, well, Andy Dalton got hurt, so could we see Nick Foles in for the Bears, regardless of the situation Ooh, on quarterback?
2: That's what I was rooting for.
0: Yeah, regardless of the situation at quarterback, I, I the guy I circle is Comette. This guy seems like they're going to have to uh, uh, go short and find the guy how does he block while he's in blocking schemes how does he get these short routes going i'm very 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 intrigued with joe berry is going to do does he bring the house like crazy and just say we're not going to give you a single ounce of time back there does he sit back and wait for mistakes i mean there's a lot of different things that the packers could do and i would hope that it's this beautiful blend where you have you know campbell coming up and then dropping back meanwhile We're, we're due for some awesome safety blitzes or a a sneaky Stokes cornerback blitz that we haven't seen at all really this year. Like I'm ready to see these different schemes that they are just not ready for on Sunday night. Ooh, you just cover so many things. So Cole Komet, I'm one of his biggest
2: fans coming from his college days at Notre Dame, but he's a Chicago kid. So you think the Chicago fan base would just take to him. But I listened to a Chicago pad podcast while I was doing some work today and uh they're down on him because he is just not making the plays they expected with the the high draft value they put into him. So you know Jimmy Graham has converted a couple scoring opportunities as of late, but Komet has dropped the ball, not been able to make the big play. The guys I would be concerned about are the guys we talked about the first time around was Darnell Mooney just as that shifty, speedy type wide receiver. He didn't end up doing all that much against us the first time we played. But with Allen Robinson back, he's going to get the lesser corner in certain situations. And then remember Jakeem Grant as the kick and punt returner. Uh, He's also a wide receiver, but as the kick and punt returner, the way the Bears love to stay in games are turnovers and special teams. So he's a guy I got my eyes on. But, yeah, Justin Fields, I mean, blitz him occasionally to try to surprise him, rush three or four and just spy on him with, like, a Henry Black type, I'd— I think you can play all kinds of defense on him and just try to confuse him, right? And I don't think you have to get too spicy here. Save the, save the special calls for, you know, facing Lamar Jackson.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I forgot about Jakeem Grant. Man, he is dynamic. I I just, I just saw that he had like five catches, 62 yards, one touchdown also last week. So maybe you're onto something there. Watch out, Jakeem Grant. That's Mooney and
2: Grant are the guys I think. Could pop a big playoff when you feel like you have the game in control. All of a sudden, they have a 60 yard touchdown. And you're like, shoot, you know, somehow the Bears are down by eight and this is actually a game. And, you know, to be up by eight late in the game is still a good situation to be in. But let me, let me ask you this the spread is 12. Do the Packers cover the spread?
1: Oh, hell yeah. Ooh, Josh is going mm. all out.
0: Yeah, this is what we call in the biz a tease. I think they do. And I think one last little stat to wrap this up. I mentioned that they weren't to 17 points per game. They have the third fewest points in the NFL to only the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Houston Texans. That's it. It is ugly upon ugly. And I think Andy brought it up last last pod. I don't think anybody thought they'd be great or even good. But we thought they'd be an okay team, and they aren't even to that. So we'll see what this defense of the Bears brings, which is an awesome little transition right there. Uh, if I may say so myself, it's it's like I think it's you the wrote same it, folks. It's the same. <laughs> it's it's Roquan Smith being a beast. It's can Addie Jackson do stuff on the back end? It's the same kind of players that we talk here and there and everywhere. Can this? Packers offense get going with a toe, Devontae questionable. But the news that came out today is most likely Cobb is done for the year. It sounds more and more like it was a groin that turned into a core injury, and from all accounts it How sounds a lot happen? like Lazard's injury yeah. with uh. surgery in seven weeks. So we How's will a groin turn into a core. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, on, on a man to man moment there. How does one become the other? <laughs> i'm no doctor
0: um i yeah i was gonna make a joke but it was inappropriate
2: so
1: (laughs) (laughs) you just rocked my world i did not know that that makes me incredibly sad
2: yeah it sounds like maybe not season but long term you know like maybe playoff comeback but that's a bummer it felt like he was making plays at the right time he was obviously Rogers' uh outlet you know the the release valve that he trusted the most so you need to see a step up in that role and you're looking at EQ or Lazard to be that guy. So which one do you pick?
1: EQ. He's looking hot right now. Yeah. I like EQ. I like EQ.
2: That's funny. I thought we'd, we'd stick with the old reliable Alan Lazard. Lazard or uh, EQ has been coming up in the last couple of weeks and I was hoping you guys would, uh, would we'll go the other way so we can make a little friendly wager on who gets more targets this week. But it sounds like we're all pro EQ. Let's see if he can keep growing. Uh, you know, not just what he's doing on offense. I love that on every punt he's the first guy down there. He's all reliable. Like it reminds me of the Jeff Janis role. EQ is now the first gunner down on everything. And If he does that and then gives you two three catches a game, that's all we need out of that role. So.
0: Uh, yeah, I will say, I will say this, this game in particular, it's Lazard's for targets. Uh, I think you see that start to shift slowly but surely to EQ for the remainder of this regular season, especially if he can do what he's doing in the open field and he's a, he's a vertical threat, which we know Lazard hasn't been able to get separation from his cornerback. So, uh, on Sunday night, it will be Lazard that gets the most targets.
1: That's the difference, because Lazard was known for the catcher, and not right now he's been dropping. He, I mean, he's had a few drops this year, which was not you know, a regular occurrence last year. Um, so as long as the EQ keeps catching the ball, expect more targets, baby.
2: Did you guys realize that Robert Quinn has 12 sacks for them? Yeah. For the Bears? He's a beast. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I would have thought Roquan <laughs> Smith like had as many, but he's got 121 tackles. He's got 22 more tackles than Devontae Campbell has. Like he is the heart of the defense. And then the rest of them are, you know, 50 tackles apiece. piece, but it, it's the bears, man. I, they've given up 30 points to the Buccaneers. They've given up 30 points to the Cardinals, but that was off of four turnovers. So if, Sometimes the best thing for a rookie quarterback is to sit, to let the game slow down. I think especially after they got some some playing time, they got to experience the speed of the game, and then they sit and sort of digest it and see it in a different speed by watching it and not having to get hit on some Sundays. So if, if the coaching they got in the last month or the, the mantra they got into Justin Fields was protect the ball, don't turn the ball over, our defense can keep us in it, Yeah, you look at this defensive roster and they've got the talent uh, to create a couple turnovers and make some things happen. But I just think the way Rodgers is going, the way Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon in the cold on a Sunday night, I I think we're going to run the ball a lot. I don't think you have to rely on the passing game here. I, I feel like it's we've said it for a couple weeks this year. This is one of those like get in and get out, like punch the clock, take care of business and punch out.
1: Yeah. It's always tough. I mean, you you said it earlier, you know, these games are normally closer than they should be. Um so it it it's always tough to judge what the defense is gonna do because you know they're gonna bring pressure. You know you know they're gonna have solid coverage on our wide receivers because they know what they normally you know, their tendencies. They play they have played each other a ton. Um so it it's always interesting to see what will, will happen. But you're right. The linebacker play out of the Chicago Bears is, I think, the only thing that keeps these guys in games. Um, you know, they, they aren't playing outstanding team defense right now, and you can see that in the numbers. But the, at, at times, they can make impact plays. So as long as those impact plays don't, like, alter the tides of fate, um, you know, we'll be fine versus them.
2: Over or under 30 runs.
0: Oh, ooh, I like that. Over. Just over. I, 34. I don't know if
1: we'll have that many plays. <laughs> um. Oh, goodness. <laughs> God, I hope no, I'll go like under, 65. though.
2: You're going under 30 runs? Yeah. So you think we're going to air it out a little bit?
1: Yeah, I, I think so.
2: It'll be I, interesting to watch. I'd love a game plan of, you know, Jones and Dylan 15 apiece, Dylan a little more in the second half. You know, let, let Jones get started and Dylan to finish it. If you've got a lead, just run the clock out, right? You got five more weeks at fighting for a one seed. If you can get a lead early, just play a ground possession, time of possession football, keep the ball on the
0: ground and get out of there. Yeah. Cause if you look back at that 24 to 14 win in Chicago, we did have 31 rushes because Aaron Rodgers was taking the ball and going all day. AJ Dylan that game only had 11. So that's where I think you circle it, especially if the cold weather is coming into effect, especially if we have a lead. We've seen it in these last couple of weeks. They're not they're not as afraid to give the big boy the ball. That's where I think it gets adjusted. And uh, it's a fun little little look back because Devonte Adams had four catches. Jones had four catches. Lazard had three. Lewis had two. So it's it wasn't a very offensive day from the Packers the first time they met, but I think coming home for that home cooking is a little bit different story and I would expect them to be willing to go a little bit deeper, especially because this time we have Mr. MVS who has shown since he's returned the ability to make plays each yeah, and every buddy.
1: Game.
0: Oh man, I'd love a, a day for him, build
2: up build some success going into the playoffs and give us that extra threat. Alright, so let's let's talk injury returns too. Ian Rappaport, uh I caught a little like sixty minute segment he did on the NFL network today talking about the guys returning. And actually I think it was on the Pat McAfee show. Ms Quota, sorry, terrible journalist I am. Um so Ian Rappaport on the Pat McAfee show said, you know, with Jair, Zadarius, and Bakhtiari all coming back, the, the power of three pro bowlers coming back to a team that's in uh, you know, first pole position in their division already and fighting for the first seat in the NFC conference. How amazing is that? He said Jair returning to practice might be on the quicker timeline. I found that intriguing. And then uh, he said Z maybe mid-December and Bakhtiari's timeline looked like later December. Are we all on the same train of thought? Like, I'd like to have all these guys come back for Vikings January 2nd.
0: I need that in my veins, because imagine, especially if for yep. some reason I don't think Jair will be held out that long, especially yeah, how he's like been be looking bag. in one on one. Yeah. But can you imagine that they decide to do the starting defense, and all of a sudden they name Jair and Z as part of that? That crowd would be insanity. And that would Bakhtiari be in runs out, oh. slams slams yeah. a beer in the intro.
1: It <laughs> 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 find some some uh, yeah cash I. For that.
2: I think that was my reason for bringing it up. Is, Ryan, you sort of nailed it on the head. Was it, it appears Jair will be back before that, and great. you know, That's fine. It, not complaining about getting a pro bowler back sooner. Uh, but if Zadarius and Bakhtiari can come back for whatever week it is, all these weeks have me confused. But for the Vikings, January 2nd, I think it's week 17. I think they're our second-to-last game. Yeah. Uh, the hype in Lambeau for that game, and if you it's haven't – You know, that's probably a game where you kind of position for a one seed the way things are tracking, whether it's to win it or to stay in it or to lock it down. I don't know. But uh, if we can have all those guys come back in the next 21 days. Oh, boys.
1: Well, and and not only are they going to start coming back, they're going to start making plays and and they are going to get our team that is already hype and they're in it. Everybody is trying, you know, it it doesn't look like a lazy team out there. You know, they're all trying to improve week to week. Now, just imagine getting those three leaders back on the field like they I can't wait to see where it takes this team because they're already connecting. They're already playing really well together. Now bring back three captains and just elevate you to the next level. You, You guys are right on.
0: Yeah. And I think that's something that we talk about Z's presence uh, in terms of forcing, um, the play to Preston and, and Gary to clean up. But, and I will say this defense, we, we had had conversations earlier in the year of they just don't seem like they're, they're excited. They don't feel like they're, they're going for that has definitely changed, but he is just the Molotov cocktail that could make this defense explode because oh, yeah. he was the leader emotionally by three miles. In yeah. the previous year so that's where even if he's just kind of there, even if he's like a, a, a um, you know, the old Wiley Vectron that plays thirty percent of the snaps, just his presence alone will greatly affect how this defense plays, which will be super duper exciting. We don't even and, need him at hundred percent.
2: And Kevin King's back.
0: Moving on. Hey. Okay, so <laughs> so let's talk about predictions about are 9 and 3 on the verge of another North Championship Green Bay Packers versus the 4 and 8 Chicago Bears at beautiful historic Lambeau Field.
2: I'll go first, I guess. I have written nothing down. Um so I'm just going to sort of wing this one. The 12-point spread I feel like is aggressive for a division opponent. Any division opponent specifically a rival within the division? And Justin Fields coming back. If it was still Andy Dalton, I'd be all aboard the, like, 18-point victory train. Uh, but I think it's going to be more like 10. I think Fields will play a little ball control, and then the, the Bears' special teams and defense will get a player, too, that keep them, you know, quote-unquote, in the game, keep the score uh, covering the spread. So uh, I'll go, like, 28-17. That's 11. That's covering the spread. Packers and the MVP. I'm going to throw out a wild card, a guy we have not named this year, but I feel like it's a Chris Barnes moment. I feel like the Montgomery-focused offense, the the quick short passes from Justin Fields, the blitzes we might try to draw up, like Ryan mentioned, making him get the ball out of his hands quicker, and Barnes is sitting there in a zone just sniping off that slant route. I'm going to go with Chris Barnes being the, the playmaker on Sunday night.
1: All right. Then, uh, (laughs) pause. (laughs) Yeah. But I, you know, so I'm right on board. You know, I I really do think green Bay is going to control the game. Uh, you know, I, I think you're right on when you say defense and special teams has to keep the bears in this game and they have a chance to, because they, you know, they have the playmakers to make those type of uh, big plays. Um, but I think I think Green Bay is just totally locked on in this game. I, I think we win big. I think thirty one thirteen. And I think it's the the defense is just going to beat up on their offense. I mean, I just don't I don't understand the field's hype still. Um Kenny Clark is going to eat him alive. That's my MVP pick. He had two sacks and a ton of disruption the first time we played. Um, I expect more of that in two sacks, forced fumble, and just a hell of a game. Packers, big.
0: Yeah, this is really, really interesting because I think my uh, prediction would skew dramatically depending on this Vikings game because I really, really do think if the Vikings lose on Thursday night, this team is going to play out of their mind knowing that they can finish this off here and now. I also look at this Bears on the road. They go to the Rams, get whooped up on. They go to the Browns, they get whooped up on. They go to the Buccaneers, they get whooped up on. They were down 20-6 to going to the fourth quarter against the Steelers, and then Steelers are literally fumbling and intercepting the game away to the point where it was just a clean field goal that won it. And then we know the Lions are the Lions, and the Lions almost pulled it off at home. So this Bears team on the road is not good. I love the Packers in this game. It's going to be an interesting one. I think there's going to be some early struggles like there always is, but if the Packers can break it out, it is all over. I have 27 to 10 Packers. Uh, My MVP is going to be Devontae Adams. I I think with the evolution of what this uh, wide receiver crew will be post-Cobb, uh you're going to see EQ going deep you're going to see MVS going deep and that center of the field is where Adams can do all these crossing routes and take advantage of it and run and gallop and go 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 he's going to get two touchdowns in this game so it's going to be a fun one to watch i i just we uh we're going for for 10 wins 10 wins in our first 13 tries which is still unbelievable to me every time i think about it so We'll see what happens a, and hopefully. Ryan, we'll you, know, again.
1: you know how bad I wanted to pick Slayton for this one. You know how oh. <laughs> I think he might have a game too. But <laughs> go Pack! on,
2: on Sam Mustafer. Go
0: Steelers and Go Pack. So that will do it. Uh go Steelers and Go Pack. Thanks, everybody.
2: Go pack go. go.